Blog Talk Radio. Each of us 
uh, has with regard to water. We have our own individual re responses and then our collective response. And that's not only the water that we drink, but also the water that makes up 70% of the human body. And, and most importantly, what happens to that water as we interact with each other. Uh, in the year 2005, that marks the beginning of the United Nations Decade of Water, which believe there was a decade of water, uh, 10 years devoted to water. And it is our individual uh, responsibility to learn all that we can about water and the most precious treasure on our planet, by the way, of course, and to help shift the consciousness through our thoughts, through our words and prayers, and through our commitment to respect each other with love and gratitude. So may our understanding of water help bring peace to all humankind. And this is as propagated by uh, Mr. Uh, Emotu. I must also add, I would be remiss if I didn't even just take note that our uh, present First Lady, uh, she just started, amongst other initiatives, to um, uh, inspire those of us in our community throughout the United States to drink more water. And she's specifically targeting, targeting the, uh, the educational community the schools, and this happened uh, just a couple of months ago, and she's participating in various companies. I don't have to name the name of these brands and so forth, but it's not to promote any particular brand of, of uh, purified water or filtered water, but just in general for us to be able to recognize that it is important for us to consume at least eight glasses of water per day. Uh, my wife and I, we are very uh, steadfast if that's the appropriate uh, expression, that we are committed to um, hydrating our bodies on an ongoing basis. Uh, we recognize that hydration is vital to having a healthy body and a well-functioning body because it maintains the body temperature at a normal level. It also removes uh, toxins and waste from the body, and through urination and perspiration, uh, lubricates uh, the removal of that is through urination and perspiration, along with the fact it lubricates joints and, and protects the body's tissues. I remember this this past Friday I ran into a, a, an associate, uh, an acquaintance, who told me that she was suffering from arthritis and rheumatism. And um, needless to say, I, I'm, I'm not a medical doctor, but I've done enough reading, and even as I mentioned in this earlier, uh, that... Uh, water assists in lubricate, lubricating the joints. So a lot of us perhaps would not even suffer from these joint uh, problems, as it were, uh, if we were drinking an adequate amount of water and not substituting liquids such as juice and beer and other uh, liquefied beverages as a substitute for water. I would be remiss if I did not mention the fact that my wife just walked into the studio. And uh, how are you doing, hon? I'm great. How are you? Great. It's a pleasure to have you with us. Thank you. It's good to be here. Yes, yes. So I guess you heard that I'm reviewing uh, Dr. Emoto's uh, book on water. Water is so important. That's that's a great book. Isn't though. it a great book? Yes. Yeah, we've had it in our library for a number of years, right? And, yes. And uh, I've been reading portions of the book, and I was just inspired uh, a couple of days ago to feature this on our show this evening. 
Well, people need to know. It's, I'm, I'm really glad that you're raising greater awareness mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. about the power of water. Water is probably the single most important thing that we can ingest in our bodies. Yes, indeed. We could do without many, many things, but we cannot do without water. No, no way. Between water and air, I was just thinking last night, which is most important? I guess they all run in tangent with one another in terms of importance. Well, we can't do without either one, so yeah. <laughs> sure. <they> <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, indeed. Um, Dr. Emoto uh, states that he's came, he came to the conclusion through many years of research that water changes its quality according to the information that it takes in. Is that amazing? He's dealing with the fact that water actually changes its quality depending upon the information that it takes in. Well, I love that experiment. Are you going to talk about the experiment? Yes, indeed. I'm going to okay. talk about that. Uh, yeah, I think we have enough time for that because I wanted to get into the the aspect of how Dr. Emoto came about being the water guru, I guess you might say, in a sense. And... Um, uh, he states in his book that, unfortunately, that this uh, idea of water changing its quality and being effective and sensitive to information that's, that it receives from its environment, uh, if not from the environment, from individuals and those who are in this proximity, when you pour a glass of water, your state of mind, your reverence, as it were. He says that there were many people who considered this to be a radical idea, uh, which upsets the common sense of the conventional science uh, arena. And he wasn't initially well-received, and he said that he needed to find something that could be used as a physical evidence for this particular idea that he came up with. So one day he casually opened a book, which was titled The Day That Lightning Chased the Housewife and Other Mysteries of Science by David uh, Savoy and Julia Light. And uh, upon reading that heading, it caught his eye, and he says, oh, they're identical snow crystals, when he was reading the book. Uh, actually, the, the, the statement was, are there any identical snow crystals? And I know from my experience uh, throughout the years, I've always uh, was amazed with the uh, analogy that there are no two snow crystals that are alike. Uh, they all have their own individual um, structure, as it were. And um, he goes on, as you will find fascinating, as he states in his book, he says, the book made the point that no two crystals of snow over millions of years have been identical. And as a child, he had learned this, and it wasn't anything new. However, in the context of his research, he was thrilled by this line, which was nothing more than uh, mere common sense. A new idea, however, however, flashed in his mind. And what if he came up with the idea, what if he froze water and looked at the crystals? Immediately, he told a young researcher to begin an experiment. And the details of the experiment will be explained, as I mentioned later on in the book. Uh, after two months of struggle, he was, able, he was able in September 1994 to take a picture of a beautiful hexagonal frozen ice crystal. 
It was the first water crystal picture ever taken. And this is back in 1994. Naturally, he says that he was uh, first published uh, his discoveries about water in a book titled Heido no Sharino. And by the way, he's Japanese, and that's those terms, those uh, three words are Japanese. And uh, that's actually alluded to the wave fluctuation. Uh, paren, PHP, publishing November 1994, and of Paren. And he says that he has no idea that his work would be received with surprise and appreciation from the world and would resonate so strongly with people. He said that he supposed that somebody else might have thought of a similar thing and perhaps use it for a long time. And since then, he has been hooked by water. And after he succeeded in photographing water crystals in 1994, he accumulated water crystal pictures for the next five years. And during this time, he published some books on the subject of halo, the energy or vibration inherent in all things, and that's H-A-D-O, which is almost synonymous with halo, which is energy and vibration, as we see in pictures of, uh, the, of, of pictures of Christ, pictures of Buddha, and all other saintly people uh, who have uh, uh, ascended to such a high level of, of consciousness and vibration. So... He published some books in the subject of Hato, and uh, which will be explained in more detail later on. And he states that his water research that he presented his work at three academic meetings. However, he met no one who knew about similar studies. Then in the late 1998, year of 1998, he presented his work at the meeting of the Society of Human Body Science held at Tiri University. And Dr. Kazu Mahakami, a well-known gene researcher and professor at Tukuba University, recently Professor Emeritus, happened to be in the audience. And his compliment was the first that he had ever received from a science of authority. And consequently, he made the decision to publish his photos in a book titled Messages from Water, published by his wife, Kazuko. And the time of the publication was set for June 1999, and then he ventured to add an English translation to the whole text and to begin the subtitle with the word Sekahastu. World First is the translation of that word. Using both Japanese and English for the explanation of each picture in the book changed his life, he states. As many foreigners paid attention to it, the book was now translated into 23 languages. Time has flown since then, and it has been six years since then, and now he receives invitations to speak on the topics of water and haidu from all over the world. The interest in and response to the material that he has presented has been overwhelming. And about three years ago, he was interviewed by Public Relations Director of Siemens, and after the interview, he heard that the company had started to provide Hado water, water giving good energy, at its cafeteria. And in Augsburg, Germany, he was invited every year to speak to approximately 1,000 people about Hado. And during the year of 2002, 
they have used Hato for this name of their symposium. Hato has become an independent word in Germany. In the Netherlands, he had the honor to meet with Princess Irene, a sister of Queen Beatrice. Princess Irene is a naturalist. She invited seven or eight scholars to individual discussions, and he was chosen to be a representative intellectual regarding water. And these discussions, including one with the famous British biologist Rubert Schuldrake, was published in Dutch. And in North America, he has lectured in a number of cities in the United States and twice at Harvard University, and he has received many speaking requests from Canada where there is a high interest in nature and environmental problems. So I just wanted to share this with you, the listening audience, in terms of the, um, the reputation and the authoritative position that um, Mr. Masuru Emoto has with regard to his book, The True Power of Water. Now, I know that our show is only a half hour long, but of course we're going to continue in the next couple of weeks reviewing uh, Mr. Emoto's book. But I just wanted to just fast forward a moment and that um, myself and my wife being of African descent, and we recognize that it's not just re restricted to ethnicity and race, but uh, also uh, the culture and lifestyle and, and just the orientation in terms of what is uh, a healthy diet and, as opposed to those of us who embrace an unhealthy diet. And, of course, the consumption of water, as my wife said earlier, is, is, is tantamount to uh, having any type of uh, healthy diet that that's the major prerequisite, is having a healthy relationship with water. And that interprets that, that is interpreted by, indeed, how much water do you consume? And, and recognizing what the importance is of having a certain level of water in your system uh, at all times. So there are some schools of thought that state that you should have at least uh, half your body weight, consume half your body weight in water. If you weigh 200 pounds, you should be uh, consuming at least 100 ounces of water. If you weigh uh, 160 pounds, you should be consuming at least 80 ounces of water. And, of course, uh, I've said in previous shows, we should be drinking water the first thing we do when you wake up in the morning so that we can uh, hydrate our body and, and lubricate and hydrate all the organs within our body so that they don't go into a state of atrophy and, and dehydration. And, of course, regularly during the course of the day, at intervals, drink uh, a certain portion of water, if not an ounce, at least a half an ounce. And then, of course, before we go to bed, that we drink that final eight ounce of water uh, just before we go to sleep, because it's been said in some schools of thought, and by the way, anything that I share with you, uh, we would recommend that you consult your, your medical doctor. Uh, we're not um, uh, medical doctors or have any letters behind our name to, uh, uh, to assume that position of authority, and, but we just uh, really share what works for myself and my family. But as I was mentioning before, there are some schools of thought that state that, indeed, uh, most of us are prone, if you're going to have a heart attack or a stroke, that that happens in the evening, especially uh, just after we go to sleep. And um, 
uh, it just behooves us to to consider the possibilities of the importance and the truth and wisdom of drinking a glass of water before you go to bed so that you eliminate as much as possible that uh, potential uh, uh, event of, of having a heart attack or a stroke. And again, I recommend that you do your own research and consult your physician. Uh, this is just merely information that I'm sharing that I have uh, assessed and that I uh, things that I practice for my own well-being. An adult's body is 70% water. Therefore, in terms of materials, we can say that we are water. This is what uh, Mr. Omoto is stating. Yet water has hardly been investigated up until now. Perhaps that is why we don't understand other people, nor do we understand the essence of ourselves. Usually, we drink water without paying much attention to it and maintain our life uh, without understanding how our life is maintained and enhanced by drinking an adequate amount of water. But because of this, uh, of this familiarity, many rarely, uh, very rarely do we consciously appreciate the importance of water. And here are a few questions and ideas to ponder, questions that we'll explore later on in the book. How seriously do you drink or do you think about the characteristics of water? Are you aware that the water you drink has the ability to improve your health and your life? Do you know that your consciousness has the ability to change water? When you send your gratitude to water, its quality improves. When you call water by names or ignore it, it deteriorates. The 21st century is said to be the age of Aquarius. And in astrology, Aquarius is a sign of water of the water barrier. And the United Nations has designated the year 2005 as the beginning of the decade of water. And by the way, this uh, is lasting up until the year of 2014. So that was declared from 2005 into 2014, and being that we're approaching to the end of 2013, we have another year and plus months ahead of us to uh, acknowledge and to celebrate the decade of water. Let's learn about water more and more, if you will, and hopefully, humbly, I can be in addition to that process of us learning more about water. Let's pay attention to water more and more, and, and, and let's learn more about ourselves. The more you know about water, the more clearly you will see yourself. As you become clearer, you will see the society, the nation, the world, the earth, the universe, and eventually the divine being. It is because water is the first principle of all things. As the Greek philosopher Thales said, if this book provides you with an opportunity to have a positive thought about water and to drink, a, a, think about it and what it means to live healthily and happily, it is the greatest pleasure for him as an author, he states. And uh, he goes on to state that, indeed, he's indebted to those who've assisted him in, in his uh, quest for the discovery and the very unique and esoteric aspects of water. And as we approach the final five minutes, I'm going to take a short break, and we'll be back with you momentarily. And again, thank you for joining us.
and I thank you for holding. Um, I'd like to share with you a couple of my websites. Um, one site is www.worldwidehealthandwealthmovement.com. Again, that's worldwidehealthandwealthmovement.com. At that site, you will find um, shared, we were sharing with you uh, 10 different products by a company called uh, Joy to Live. And the name of that company actually speaks volumes in terms of um, what its intent is, and that is to provide us with joy in our life by the use of the products that we, uh, that we share. And also there's a, when you access the uh, site, you will see that there is uh, a book written by Mr. John Austin, a uh, 400-page um, uh, PDF download that you can access dealing with health. And all, I mean, it's chock full of, uh, of information that uh, will inevitably enhance your health and well-being on many different levels. And he definitely speaks about water. As a matter of fact, there's a recording that you can access from my, my website uh, where a lady speaks about the importance of water. So, indeed, this is something that I believe is not unique. It's a revolution that's happening across the world in terms of the foods that we should eat and, of course, uh, the importance of us uh, hydrating our body adequately with water and, 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 and having a positive relationship with water, not just in terms of using it and taking it for granted, but uh, even having a... a, a positive and uh, grateful uh, state of gratitude towards the essence and the gift that water gives us in terms of maintaining our health. So, again, I recommend that you go to that site. Uh, my other site, which you can purchase this book from, is uh, at www.drumsofchange.com. That's drumsofchange.com. And at that site, you'll be able to access my bookstore, and be able to purchase books uh, as pertain to the books that I teach on my show, indeed this one that we're reviewing this evening, The True Power of Water by uh, Dr. Masuru Emotu. Um, there are also, uh, I have a drum store that's there, and of course those of you who know me, I am an African drummer as well as a jazz drummer, and it is my desire for there to be an African drum, especially in those of us uh, who are of African descent. They, we have a drum in the home, as well as a designated drummer who will be called upon, who's accessed uh, to perform for any important event that happens within our community, within our family, from the birth of a child to the transition of a loved one, of an elder, into the next world. Um, so, and any other uh, event that happens in between then, from weddings to birthdays and any other occasion to be celebrated, then we have a designated drummer. So, again, uh, I thank you for tuning in, and we will continue next week um, dealing with this chapter titled The Process of Discovery. And in this chapter, uh, Mr. Emoto, he talks about the, uh, the experiments that they conducted, dealing with uh, being able to, from distances away, communicate with the uh, water through thought, if you will, dealing with uh, photographing crystals and having certain thoughts sent to them, to a glass 
water or to the crystals itself and recognizing the shapes that they will change uh, to whether negative or positive. So, again, this is exciting material, and I hope that you will uh, share this uh, information with those in your circle and, and invite people to join you next week to uh, listen to the continuation of our show, which is focusing on uh, Mr. Emoto's book, The True Power of Water. Again, I end as, as I begin each show by paying homage to the One Most High uh, for the blessings of being able to be alive and healthy and to, be, to have the wherewithal to speak with you through this medium. We give thanks to their ancestors. We give thanks to our, my siblings, to my loved ones, to my mother-in-law, to my wife, and all of you uh, who are friends with me through the social media and supporters of our endeavors. So, again, we bid you farewell. Shalom. Assalamu alaikum. Namaste, all my relations. Peace, love, and abundant blessings to you all, and have a blessed week coming.